That's a little bit of old news. It happened on July 1st, but the Austin TT in Holland was a pretty wild one with MotoGP, and PJ is here to tell us about it. Uh, it was an incredible race for anyone who missed it. Uh, Lorenzo really started hard and looked like he was going to be the man, but it looked more like a, a mini bike race or a Moto3 race at least, where the pack stays together for the duration. Guys were going first to fifth, fifth to seventh. And Rossi ultimately hit Jorge Lorenzo. Um, I haven't seen anything official about what happened. Uh, it was not an aggressive maneuver on Rossi's part. Lorenzo lost drive mid-corner, and Rossi tailpiped him real good and hard. It was a miracle neither one of them went down. Ultimately, Marquez came out on top, but not before one incredible battle. Alex Rins, um, relative newcomer to the podium, Came out second. Maverick Vinales, Rossi's teammate, came out third. Dovizioso on the Ducati came out fourth. Rossi hung around for fifth. The title isn't over. It still looks like it's Marquez's to lose. Uh, Rossi's hanging around within eyesight. He needs a. Marquez is going to have to have some bad luck, and we're still waiting to hear in the MotoGP world where Danny Pedrosa is going to land, if anywhere, if the guy's just going to retire. Still haven't heard anything official. Lorenzo hit Valley, right? Nope. Other way around. Lorenzo Ro- was leading. Rossi was Rossi. chasing. Lorenzo lost his drive mid-corner. It's a very complicated, very technical track there at Austin. Uh, at least the area where they collided. It was kind of middle of a corner where you stand up, then drop back in, and Lorenzo just threw out an anchor. I have to believe he missed a gear or something, but Rossi absolutely rear-ended him straight on, and it was a, really was a miracle. Neither one of them crashed, and they both stayed in the battle till the, the end of the race. You think about how much horsepower they have, how oh. good those guys are, yeah. and and just the, the speeds that they're going like un, unmatched by anybody in the world, and they can swap places from second oh, okay. to fifth and Some first of the passes, third. Some of the passes they were making at 150-plus miles an hour on the outside. The guy doesn't even know you're coming around him. I mean, the whole <laughs> race was – it has by far been the best race of the season. It, I kept it on my DVR. I'm going to watch it at night when I'm bored because it was just insanely good race. Wow. Yeah, I'm looking at some of the highlights and – they are. There was no place together. that wasn't a passing zone. I mean, guys were just throwing hail marys from the beginning of the race all the way to the end. Uh, Lorenzo faded a little bit, which unfortunately he seems to have been doing all season. He starts really good, strong through the middle of the race. Then you just kind of see him go backwards. Hmm. Oh, there it is! I just saw it. Holy buckets! Yeah, I mean, it's a hard hit. It's no joke. And if you hit somebody like that on any kind of motorcycle, you anticipate both guys are hitting the dirt right now. So the next race is a, is a left-turn track, right, which should suit Mark? Yeah, I think the the, the direction uh, with Nikki out of the series now, we don't have any true flat trackers out there. Marquez is pretty good at it, though. Uh, he seems to go good both directions. I wouldn't say left or right favors him. Saxon Ring has been somewhat friendly to him. That's for sure, and the, the guy's just on a roll this year. He minimizes the damage when he doesn't have his best day, and he, he keeps winning. I think he's going to win. I think it's going to be really hard. Somebody's Rossi's the next closest. I'm a huge fan. He's not showing the, hey, I'm about to break out and go on a string of four wins for him at all. That's not where he's at. He's he's in the fight, but he's not doesn't look like he's just ready to blow it up and go on a five-race five winning streak. Marquez absolutely does. He yeah. looks like he could win the next five if he wants to. Yeah. It'll be, it, yeah, it'll be 
and Marquez has got some great skills, and obviously he's he's the man to be. Yeah. Uh, you know, Vin, I'm mostly surprised that Vinales hasn't been better in MotoGP. I really am a huge fan of his, and I thought, oh, he's coming off of that crap Suzuki and going to Yamaha. He's going to destroy, <laughs> and it hasn't worked out that way. Yeah, my- and then, of course, Renz goes ahead and does something beautiful with the Suzuki. All right, well, we got to, uh, that's it for us for tonight, we're, today. We're going to uh, wrap this thing up a bit. want to thank our guests, though. Chris Ulrich was on Road Racing World. Also, Ryan Sipes. Robbie Bobby. Robbie McClendon was on. Joined us. Really fun conversation with those guys. Benny Bloss was on and Sean By. So thanks to all those guys for joining us. Next week, I've talked to Austin Forkner. I've talked to Marvin Muskin. Uh, I believe Paul Carruthers is on. and uh, John Ulrich. John Ulrich. Possibly, right? So we've got a good start to next week's show. We look forward to listening to uh uh, go back and listen to the show and see where we can improve. You think it's possible? Uh, it's us. We can maybe, always improve. Probably. All right. We can always improve. Have a good week, everybody. We'll see you. May I have your attention, please? Excuse me. <clears throat> Are you listening to me? Thank you. The preceding was an exclusive presentation of Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly, a division of Pit Pass Radio LC. Any use of this copyrighted material without the express written consent of Pit Pass Radio LC is strictly prohibited. Have you ever wanted to know how to win a Formula One Grand Prix? I mean really know. Know about the driver tactics from the cockpit, the strategy calls from the pit wall, and even the mind games in the paddock. There's a lot more that goes into winning a Grand Prix than just 90 minutes of racing. So every week on the F1 Strategy Report, we're taking a deep dive into the decisions that shape every result. Hey there, my name is Michael Laminato, and every week I'm joined by an expert guest from the paddock to talk through the big calls that won the race and the missteps that resulted in bitter defeat. Before every race, we'll look back at the previous year's result and consult the current form guide, and we'll be in your feed after every Grand Prix dissecting the outcome and what it means for the championship. So for your regular hit of Formula One analysis, subscribe to the F1 Strategy Report wherever you get your favourite podcasts. The Strategy Report is a beer mogul podcast on the Evergreen Podcasts Network. My name's Michael Laminato, and I'll catch you after the chequered flag.